Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. I'm your host, TJ Pittenger, back again. Second scheduled episode. I guess this is our third episode with Richie Barnes and Freddie Stevenson. How are you guys doing tonight? What's up, TJ? What's up, Freddie? Doing good? Ready to get, uh, I guess, official episode number three out now. Let's go. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing good. I had my first cheat meal this weekend after losing a little weight, so I'm feeling I'm feeling good, man. I'm I rejuvenated. There you go. What'd what you yeah. Yeah, I gotta I gotta know. Um, of course, for breakfast, I had a egg sandwich from Cracker Barrel with some pancakes. Yeah. And the rest of the day I was gonna kind of play it safe and finish the day off with something clean, but then I came into some wing stop when we went to Houston. Uh, ate some wings stuff and uh, finished up with some cookies, so it turned turned into a cheat day for me. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, that's, that's not a meal; that's a day. But yeah, um, I'm feeling good. Though. Good, good. Well, we've got a fun show planned. We've got uh, knock on wood. I've I've learned to not announce guests until they get on because things come up and things change. Uh, but we've got three fun guests for you tonight. Uh, I'm gonna try and get everybody on at the same time, so it'll be, I guess, six of us at once um but a lot of fun hey we got some breaking news we got some huge news to the podcast um this week tonight today all, all kind of went down yesterday but uh freddie richie and myself had a call yesterday with uh i won't give it any names but somebody high up at guthrie's and um if you can look up in the top right hand corner and the scrolling along the bottom, I am proud to announce that this is Double Fries No Slaw brought to you by Guthrie's in Tallahassee. Um, they've partnered with us for the considerable future um, and, and are the title sponsor of this show. They'll be on all of our um, all of our stuff now, man. We are partnered with them and super excited about that. I mean, if you if you don't know, not a big deal, Dan says, um, which is from a if you haven't seen the movie, it's just a lot to explain. But um, if you're in Tallahassee, if you're in the area of a Guthrie's, I mean, obviously, if, if you're not near one, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, that sounds pretty pitiful to me. But if you're in the area of a Guthrie's and you can make it, go um, support them. Tell them the Double Fries No Slaw. almost said the big three roll. Tell them the Double Fries No, pot, no Slaw podcast sent you. Um, if you're in Tampa, there's a relation there. So Dan was at uh, Guthrie's today. Supporting the brand, supporting the family. So super excited to be partnered with them. Um, Freddie, I'm about to take a cheat meal, man. Like I am about to go and <laughs> give me some Guthrie's this week. Me and Dan are gonna go for lunch one day at work. Um and and we, you know, I've I've had enough clean eating days. Um I had a chicken and cauliflower rice meal tonight. So I'm I'm ready for some gut like grilled chicken and cauliflower rice. So I'm ready for some Guthrie's. But I'm you guys excited for the new sponsor? Yeah, without a doubt, I wish I wish we had one out here in Texas, man. I need I need those chicken strips in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TG, I'm jealous. You got one down uh, right by you. Uh, not right by you. It's a little bit of a hike, but it's well worth the drive for you, I'm sure. But yeah, nothing in Central Florida, so I'll, I'll be looking forward next time I'm down in you know Tampa or up in Tallahassee, whenever that may be. That 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 will be my first stop. I can't wait. Um, CJ, I see you in the chat. Uh, hit me up when you go, bro. Shoot me a text. I'll go with you. I'm gonna. I don't. Uh, don't tell my wife. She's in the other room. But yeah, she packed me something that I, I'll just throw away and get some Guthrie's tomorrow. So let me know when you go. Um, so super excited for that. Super excited uh, for that partnership. Um, and and excited to, to kind of grow. So 
when I think when the when the podcast started, I think we talked about this last week. But for those that don't know, um, when the podcast started, we were trying to come up with a name, and so we were going through all the typical Florida State stuff, unconquered, and you know, just everything FSU that you can think of, and a lot of that's taken, um, a lot of that's been used, and so. Um, Man, look at Bay Cannon Beer in here. Dan Thompson shouting them out. We got a bunch of stuff going on. I appreciate it. 67. This is the most we've had in the chat um, today. So most we've had live watching. Um, we were looking for something. Let's get back on task. We were looking for something like FSU related. And, and Uncle Silk um, on of Stadium and Gale and Big Three Roll said, and the Culture on Cop podcast said, do something just off the wall. Do something that you know, do something like that has to do with Guthrie's or something. And, and Newberg said in our group chat, man, just make it double fries, no slaw. And I was like, is this serious? Like, can we really do this? And then I was like, man, let's just do it. Like, who cares? You know? So um, when we made that the podcast name, I kind of knew right away that that would be uh, a sponsor that I wanted to go after. Um, and so super, super excited to have them on board. Uh, both their locations are, are open right now. You can hit them up at 2550 North Monroe Street uh, and 1818 West Tennessee Street in Tallahassee. Um, they're the ones that we've partnered with, but you can also um, get online and look at look at different Guthrie's in your area. Uh, appreciate their support. Appreciate their partnership. I think it'll really help us grow and do uh, a lot of cool things uh, in the very near future. So excited to have them on board. Um, man, if we don't have any more thoughts on, on Guthrie's, uh, Richie, it looked like camp opened up yesterday. Is that right? Uh, yeah, it opened up Friday actually. So not a whole lot going on right now. You know, it's the first two days were just in uh helmets, shorts and, uh, jerseys and today or yesterday, excuse me, they went shells. Um, they had today off, but yeah, they're, they're getting going a little bit of news. You want to get into that now or, or save that for a little later, man, I am reaching out to, um, our guests right now. Um, so hopefully we can get all of them on pretty quickly. We'll see um, how easy this is. And if it's easy, we'll roll with them. If it's not, then we will, uh, you know, we'll get into it. Um, I did see a Guthrie's was the best stop on the way back from Bulls. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, think, I mean, you guys went there. You guys went to Florida State. I, I didn't. I, I still had it. Have you had Guthrie's more time? Um, I mean, I'll just say it: coherent or non-coherent, like sober, non so Like for me, I, I mean, I had way more times non-coherent, so I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I, I hear everybody say that they had to be drunk to get it, but I don't know. Maybe I'm weird or something. I I, I like <laughs> I like it when I'm sober. It tastes good to me. Oh, yeah. I definitely like it sober too. Don't get me wrong. I'll just say I've. Uh, I usually had it in the morning, but it was usually before three in the morning. So you kind of see where uh, my mindset was. You know, <laughs> outside Guthrie's. Um, oh, cool. Um, we've got one guest in, so I'm going to stall for just a second until we get a couple more on. We've got two more coming for you. Um, a couple of shout outs here. Shout out to uh, Leonard Hamilton. I know we're going to get to that a little bit later, but somebody mentioned in the chat, Huge shout out Leonard Hamilton, and we'll we'll talk about why later, um, and kind of get into things. You know what? I'm gonna add our first guest. I don't. We'll add the other ones as they get on, but I'm I'm still gonna go right into it. So, um, big game, James, man. How's it going, bro? What's going on? What's going on, man? I, I, I'm going to Tallahassee next week, and I'm gonna have to ask for that Freddie Stevens special now. Oh, <laughs> Double yeah, fries, no slow. Double fries, no slow, man. I, I didn't get a chance to get it when I went there. 
um, this past Saturday, but that's a staple right there. Man, congrats on that. So appreciate it. Appreciate it, bud. Uh, we got another one adding right now. And then we got one more to go after it comes up. Um, Big bad Chad, what's good? Big bad Chad. Hey, y'all. What's going on? Chilling, chilling. Chad, hey, welcome bro. to Double Fries Snow Slaw, man. I appreciate you uh-huh. hanging out for a little bit. Um, sensing a little bit of a theme here tonight. We've got one more <laughs> guy coming, but I mean, you can guess who's late. So we'll, we'll just kind of give him some grace and hopefully he gets it figured out here in a minute. But, um, Man, I appreciate you guys for hanging out. Appreciate you guys for coming on. Um, you know, we could just kind of – let me text the guy that's late again. We'll text – I mean, I'll just call him. I don't mind. Lonnie, where you at, bro? Um, this is all mine. We can edit this for the – Old Lonnie Pryor. Was it Okeechobee, Florida? Bro, who knows what Lonnie's getting into right now? Like Lonnie, Lonnie's the most off the wall person at all times. But Okach, yeah, Okachobi's fine. Is late to the pod. SMH for better whiskey. I don't know how like that is, but um, man, welcome to the show. We'll get going. So we want to do a fullback show. Uh, we thought that thought that the fullbacks get the least respect on the team. Nobody remembers the full. I mean, not that they don't remember them, but fullbacks just don't get the respect they deserve. Um, and so we could talk bad about Lonnie to get to get started, but I mean, we can kind of go around the horn and really, Freddie, we're kind of interviewing you too. I mean, you can interview these guys, but me and Richie are just kind of the fans here of all of y'all and, and your careers and stuff like that. But um, let's start out, man, just for the for the folks that I mean, everybody should know this, but let's go around the horn. We'll get hopefully Lonnie will jump in here real quick. Um, but go around the horn, tell tell you know the years you were at Florida State, your career. What, what your career look like, what you've been doing since then, what you're up to, so everybody can get re-caught up with you. Freddie, you go first, then Chad, then James. All right, I um, played FSU 2013 to 2017. Of course, I had an opportunity to play on our national championship team with your boy Chad right there, um, special year. Um, had an opportunity to play with some greats. Right now, I'm working out here in Texas and still doing my – thing in the community, one of my biggest passions. But, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. Right, right. Hey, y'all. Um, yeah, y'all know me, Chad, as known as Big Pad Chad, what I, the nickname I got in the 2013 season. I've been with Florida State from 2010, 2013. Had a hell of a ride. Went traded for nothing. I miss it, actually. Um, I'm back home working, doing my thing. And you know I'm looking I'm um looking forward to this upcoming season and chopping it up with you guys. All right. Um James Coleman. Um I was at FSU from 2002 to 2005. Um no national championships, just four BCS games. I mean four January 1st games. Um three HCC championships should have been four. I think we got we got robbed that first year um when not having an HCC championship. But um, and right now I live in Jacksonville, and for some reason people pay me for my opinions to talk about sports. So um, I, I get a chance to do that, and then in my spare time, raise two kids and, and give back to the community. So that's about all I do. Awesome, awesome. Um, I'm gonna go around the corner. I, I, where Lenny at, man? Lenny got to hear from me as soon as he oh, logged yeah. in. Oh, here he is. Here yeah, he is. Lonnie. All right, we finally got here. Hold on. 
Lonnie, what's going on, bro? I knew, I knew he was on, I knew he was on that oh, <laughs> Come on, Clinton. I got yeah, Lonnie Clinton power. Lonnie Man, Clinton he just texted me and told me to get on. I'm here. I made it. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Lonnie. I just got Lonnie on here because I knew he'd laugh like the whole episode. So like he'll bring the he'll bring the humor to the show. You're right about that. I won't laugh. Um, Lonnie, we all just kind of went through like um, the years you guys were at Florida State. You know your career and, and what you've been doing since then. What you're up to now, and and then so they all went. But so it's not your turn. Okay. Uh, God, uh, Florida State I was there from 09 to 2012. So EJ and um. Ponder were my two quarterbacks. Um, best four years of my life. Uh, Orange Bowl MVP my senior year, uh, which was great. Bounced around the lead for a little bit, so that was um, fun. Definitely a blessing to do that. Uh, now, um, did staffing for three years, and now I'm a chemical seller. The chemical I sell makes paper, so I work in paper mills, so I travel a lot. A lot of my accounts are in Georgia, so I've been doing that for two years. I'll probably do that for a while, and um, yeah, Florida State was Great. Uh, um, blessed to be well, part of that this fullback group we got online right now. But I was definitely a dream come true to go there and play football. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I'm going to start my first one out. I'm going it, to, it's for all four of you. Freddie and Chad, I'm going to say that you guys have to pick something other than the national championship. But um, let's go around the horn. What, what was your, your favorite game, favorite, you know, game memory of, of, of playing at FSU? What was your number one game? Uh, I'll go first, I guess. Uh, I guess my well, mine is easy. The Orange Bowl game would be my favorite game. Uh, just to go out my senior year, uh, get the MVP of that game. Uh, just man, there was just something I still can't put in work. Can't still can't put in words today to win that game and come out that way. So the Orange Bowl would be uh, my all-time favorite game. I don't um, think um, the championship would be a favorite. I think that's like the favorite, the most memorable one I got. So you I scored like it, didn't you, Chad? Yeah, Chad scored in there. Hey, I got, man, I got let a, him run it. Man, run that. Yeah, Chad got. We need a ball on the backfield. I think I'm, I was at the game. I went crazy when Chad scored. I've been holding this back for a few years. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of people don't really know the, the Florida State history, so a lot of people think that I'm the one that scored in the game. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'm supposed to say, you know, I'm getting the they, – they're showing me love. <laughs> hey, you can go to the reception game. Hey, you got to right. Oh, hey, hello. Oh, yeah. Where am I going to – Free meal opportunity, yay! Yeah, so if, if you feel like you've been getting shorted on the love, <laughs> I might have a little play a little role in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, it's all good out. I don't want to ask he you on that, that icon- before. Hold on, but he had that iconic pose though. Like, you know, I always yeah. say if you yeah. want to if you want to if you want to win, you gotta get the ball to the goddamn fullback. That's, yeah. that's only if you want to win the game. But my man came with that thing. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I remember that. Yeah, I remember I, that. Um, I, my baby boy was not even a year, and we was up yeah. watching that game, and he was looking at me all crazy. He's like, "It's so wrong <laughs> with that dude." I'm like, "I gave, I gave the ball to the damn fullback." That's what I'm talking. About. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I know that Chad was obviously. I mean, how much more excited can you be than scoring? You know what was about to tie up the game, right? Like if Devontae doesn't get the 
the 15 yard penalty there, like put it brought us, we were down 21, down 21, three, that's going to bring us back to 21, 19. So I know you were excited, but how excited were the other three of you, you know, that a fullback scored in a title game? Cause I mean, I'm sure, I mean, Chad, I don't know. Let's talk about that play real quick. What was the, do you remember the call and like, I mean, obviously James is checking that down. You know, like, I don't know that Jimbo drew that up to go, or did he draw that up to go to the fullback or like what you didn't, you didn't think going to that play, you were about to walk in and just about tie the game up. So, you know, what were your thoughts there? Yeah, I I don't like the play, but um, I understood that it was a high chance of me getting the ball since it wasn't nobody out there. I was completely out there by myself. So, and we had already studied like film on the, on the guy that I jumped over, we knew he always go low like an ankle biter. So I already knew before I even met with him what I was going to do. I knew I was going to uh, over him because I knew he was an ankle biter. So it just played out like that. And I ain't know. Chad, Chad being humble. Listen. So, dude, that was Chad over that play. He was killing everybody the whole game. We had went over it the whole week. He was ankle biting. And our coach, he went over it with us. He was like, this is how he tackles. We go over tackle takes before every game. And it just so happened, Chad got out there one-on-one with him. You know, Chad, Chad, he, he the only one in the in the film room, obviously, that's paying attention to what Coach saying because everybody else is getting killed on the whole game. So Chad, he do his thing, hit him with a little one-two. Next thing I know, that boy in the end zone, hey. But Chad, you know, too humble, so I had to let you know how it really went down. Chad's one of the biggest guys on the field, and every time I watch the replay of that play, I'm like, I think he's going to trip him up. Like, I, I don't think he's going to get over him, but stepped over him. I mean, I, I'm sure that's a lot of FSU fans' favorite memory of, of, of you there. I mean, so massive, too, to, to get in. Um, James, what was your highlight, man? What was your, what was your favorite game? Man, I'm gonna say this because once we got this, once we got this win, um, I think the last, like since then, I think Miami's only beat us, I think four times now, maybe five, might be five, but it's but oh five, dope was packed, it was rocking, um, and it's just the way Bobby called it, like it was, um, like I don't know how it was with everybody, those national championship teams, our teams were loaded too, but I. You got to get the ball to Dalvin. I, I don't need the ball. You got to get the ball to D free. Even though I was there, you got to give it to Leon. But we didn't have a really short yardage rushing presence. So, like, everybody in the nation knew what was going down when we was, like, when we was on the one-yard line. Or if we were short yardage, it was, it was automatic. Like, I used to, like, pray that guys would trip on the one-yard line. <laughs> <laughs> and... And the play design was so barbaric, but so simple and genius. It was um literally thirty four wham. It's just you and the Mike. The Mike linebacker is your guy. Like I gotta make like Billy was Billy Sexton would say you gotta make a miss, but he knew that wasn't gonna happen. It wasn't enough room in there. So basically, <laughs> I got a truck. I got a one of us gonna have CTE. And um, Leon Williams got the got the worst as most people did. They got the um. They got the worst end of that than I did. Um, I'm I'm good. Um, but you can. But we're going back, and somebody played the highlight last year. I didn't know it sounded like that. Like I on TV, and you can hear like a sounds like a car crash because we just <laughs> met at right at the goal line, and then AFOP accelerate feet on contact is something that Billy Sexton used to always say. So you hit them, 
and you just keep moving them feet. And then I got it, and it just it was it was like how loud Doke was. I I don't. That's the only thing that this. I feel bad for these young guys because you know they've been trashed the last couple of years, so they don't understand how how loud Doke is and how rocking the city is. But but that would be mine. I mean, it was a lot of other ones, but that might because we we had been so close to beating Miami for like four or five years, and we finally got it, and it was just. It just felt great, boy. It was the the the, the alcohol was flowing in Tallahassee <laughs> and other places. Like it was dope, though. James, I got I had a couple questions for you about that game, man. So first of all, you had like a Jerome Bettis stat line. I think it was like three carries, negative one yards, but a touchdown. But it was the only touchdown Florida State scored in that game. It ended up being the game winning touchdown. But take us through the end of that game. I'm guessing, were you on the field goal block or were you on the sidelines when he muffed the kick and the, the place just erupted? No, nah, I was on the sideline. I was on, you know, <laughs> I didn't, like, I, I hit, like, they, I didn't have to play special teams like that, which is part of the reason why I didn't get, get more than coffee and being yays in New Orleans. I should have played more special teams. <laughs> I would have been better in the NFL. But, um, but just to see that and like, because they were in the situation, that, you know, I think it was the tie, yeah, the tie the game, and they muffed it. And the first thing in my head, being a Florida State fan growing up, and being on the wrong side of O two, being on the wrong side of a kick, being on the field then on that field goal, thinking that we made it, and like seeing that it missed, and you're just like, wow, they finally had a special teams blunder, and that's how they lost. I loved it. Um, I had some friends for the uh, played at the U, and I had a lot of family members that are um, that were fans, and I just because they used to give me the business when I like Thanksgiving and other stuff. They just talked so much trash to me, and ain't nothing I can say. Um, they they was beating us, but it was dope. But that stat line is deceiving. I made it to the back to the line of scrimmage. Bobby got me effed up. Bobby messed me up. Bobby, <laughs> <laughs> it should if Bobby would have called thirty four belly. I would have walked into the end zone. He called 35, and it was away from – so we had, like, if you go back, I believe we had three to block five. So when I got in, – and and this is why I talk the way I talk on social media. I played for Jeff Bobby. Um, I don't really know how else to say it, but Jeff was a, a good guy. He just wasn't a – it wasn't a great offensive coordinator. I'll put it like that. <laughs> But I didn't get a chance to cry and say, oh, man, the plays, I don't believe in the play. I could Nah, because it would have been worse with social media. If I don't, like, when I got, when I missed that, my text messages was 46, a text message then. So my phone was blown <laughs> up. People, people was ready to talk about me. So, like, I knew the play was wrong. I said, I said, um, Drew, I said, hey, Drew, you got to, like, you know, Flip that thing, audible in the sun. Nah, this what coach. And Drew was a freshman, so I couldn't even get mad at him with that. But as soon as I got the ball, you'll see. Um, I think Merriweather came straight in, caught me, Bob, right here. But I got that little, you know, I I, I spent, I spent off of that because he's too small. And then, <laughs> then the linebacker came and just I I jumped him, but I ain't like Chad. See, I ain't had him. My, my feet was my feet was heavy. <laughs> So, so you see me just waddling, and I get back to the line. Of, I get, I guess, I got just beyond, beyond past the line of scrimmage. But in my head, I'm like, if I could have kept my feet, I'd have scored a touch. I'd have been standing just like I'd have been like this. I'd have been like this. <laughs> if I scored that touchdown, Billy would have had. They'd have had to run me because I'd have celebrated so hard. 
but <laughs> it's um but yeah it was uh you know it was a it was a great thing and it's funny because Miami fans try to use that against me and I'm like dog I I scored I scored a touchdown I don't know I, I mean I don't really care about the rest of that stuff I and before Lonnie came on I was on that all-time touchdown list for a reason Lonnie came in and scored out of <laughs> I came in and scored all those damn touchdowns, man. I was, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care what anybody says. I think that's I think that's like the greatest stat line ever. Like if you could, you know, have that. So um Freddie, what was your what was your game? Um, you gotta I, do something I, outside of the national championship. Yeah, outside of me scoring in the national championship, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with the Florida game. And it's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's crazy though, because I catch a lot of hell. I caught a lot of hell from Jimbo on that one, because Florida was doing this slant and short yardage the whole game. So he called this play, and the whole week we're like, "Man, this jump gonna hit. This this one gonna hit." <laughs> so I get up there. I'm like, "All right, they finna do this little slant again." So you never, y'all know, you never supposed to come into the play already thinking about what you're gonna do. So I'm like, "Yeah, I'm finna. They finna slant right here." Left, them boys ain't even slant. <laughs> the linebacker came in. He tried to hit stick me like it's Madden 05. He was too little, bounced off him. And then I get back to the hole that was originally wide open from the play. Go look back at the film. It was wide open from the start of the play. So I get back to it. And I see that end zone is open. And that one, that, that's when that four two speed kicked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of that. Yeah, that pole counter speed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's mine for the game, of course. Um, James, you were uh, you were on the team that uh, you were on the uh, the swindle and swap, as they call it, the, the two thousand three, the 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 throw up to to oh, PK. When they took yeah. the two L. Tell, tell me about that. Tell me about that play, man. From from your perspective, we've we've had Ricks and um and PK on the roll up to talk about it from their perspective, and obviously they like went through it. But like, were you on the sideline? Were you on the field? Like, what what was going on? I was on? wide ass. I was wide ass open. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this serious. So so let me. T- so Chris might. I like Ricks. That's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Chris gets a lot of heck, but when you really go back and you look at it, like, he was boom or bust. And we had just got a first down. Like, we didn't need to go cut the head off. Like, it was a dumb play. But for whatever reason, Gus let PK get behind him. And Chris just chunked that thing through the back of the end zone. And the dog tried to bite PK after he scored. If you look in there, that game nine was racist. But I say I was open because, like, so it was check swing. I don't know what y'all did with Jimbo. Our stuff is it was complex in its simplicity. But if the linebacker don't come, we swing out. We become a check down right, an extra thing. So Leon wide open. It would have been smarter throw to throw to Leon. Let Leon get Leon and Lorenzo at that point were ten yards of pop. If you threw him to the open field. I'd have tried to get you to no more, but <laughs> I would have at least not been an interception or at least not been this. And when I seen Chris throw that, I'm like, come on, bro, come on. And then I had a broken head. Been playing. I had a broken hand, torn labrum. I already knew I was having surgery at the end of the season. I knew I was having surgery on that Monday on my hand before the bowl game already. But, like, it was, um, it was a great thing. And then I looked at it. I was like, yo. So 
And if you go check out the game, so me and Chris on the sideline as the game is ended, I'm like, yo, Chris, this is like like the games I watched growing up, man. This is amazing. There's only one thing. Yeah, you can ask Chris this. I can add him. I'm dead serious to tell you I said this. I said, it's only one thing that's missing that'll make this the greatest game ever. A fight. <laughs> I, said, I said that, and then I guess them boys got a little angry and decided that they didn't get their behinds whooped on the field enough, and they just needed to get stomped out at the 50. Because we've been hopping on the 50 for decades. Like, that's just something that Bobby encouraged. Um, <laughs> well, you know, it's just something we did. We were we were a bunch of rapscallions and, 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 um, and knuckleheads, and we just like to just go out there. We like to jump. So we just go jump a little bit on your logo, and you know if you don't like it, then beat us, and we won't jump on your logo. That's how it works. But but yeah, that game was wild. Though. That game was dope. They had some. Florida had a squad though. The theatric was good. Um, they had some cats. Yeah. Was Rex so, still on that team? Was Rex still the quarterback then? Um, no, that was Leak's first year. Rex was yeah. the quarterback in '02 when we um we um we got after it a little bit at dope. We we, we yeah. broke them apart pretty good. I'm trying to find everybody Instagram so I can tag you. <laughs> so Lonnie, you you kind of touched on that Orange Bowl. I mean, that was one of the one of the better games I went to. I was sitting up up in the upper deck, you know, I was still just graduated, kind of poor, but I made sure to get there. But um, question for you. I mean, first of all, when Jordan Lynch said he's going to have the defense on the knees, I want to hear what the defense had to say about that. And then. Uh, were you were you in another gear, or were you just running past a bunch of slow Midwesterners at that point? Because you were flying past those boys. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, it's so funny. Like, I never forget, like, that game that I remember that one big long run against Clemson. Like, everyone, like, every time I had, like, a big run, everyone's like, oh, man, I didn't know you were that fast. But I used to always tell people, it was like, bro, I was like a running back before Jimbo moved me. So it's like I was always fast, but you can't really open it up at fullback. You know what I mean? So – I was always fast, and plus I run scared, so I was just running scared. And talking about <laughs> that whole time. But I, I know I remember when uh, I remember when Jordan Lance said that. I think Jack and I think didn't uh, Jimbo like come into the meeting and read what he said to the defense? Yeah, like I think the day before the game or something like that. Jimbo came in there and read uh, what he said to the defense, and I remember sitting. I was like, and I remember that was 2012. Man, that was supposed to be our like national championship year. Yeah. Yeah, we lost to NC State, which I, I can't even – that damn game's a blur from my head. But, yeah, that was the year, man. That defense was stupid, like dumb. And I remember I remember him saying all that. I was like, why would you say that to, like, one of the best defenses in the nation that we did what we did that day? But if I, I, I don't know what would make him think that he was going to be our defense like that, which was – he put himself in that, in that boat. But, uh, no, man, I always been that fast. It's just at fullback, I don't really get to open it up that much. But – I'm always, always been that fast. Still fast to this day, so so if anybody want to line it up, you know. Yeah, so I'm heavy right now, so hey. Now, if anybody want to line it up, let me know. I ain't ready to give me about 20 more pounds. <laughs> yeah, I, I got I got Lonnie if the four of you guys run, but who wins the race out of the, who wins the, race out of the other three? I don't know. I haven't seen Chad in forever. I haven't seen Chad in forever. Chad, 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 <laughs> we'll, do a quick, we'll do a quick 40, just 40. Oh, no, I'm done. I'm tapping out. I'm old. <laughs> I'm, 30, I'm 36 years old, man. My side had a D-Bob. I'm not 40. about to pull the... 
I'm not about to pull the hamstring and stop dropping roll on nobody. I'm good. I'm, 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 I'm way past that. But I got, but I got three. I got three steps that'll make anybody. Well, you said, I know you'll kill. You'll kill me in the takeoff though. If you did like a ten, because you could do that. You might get me in a ten though. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, nah, I'm giving it. I'm, nah, you got that. Nah, 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 I see you run. Somebody, people were talking about that running the orange bowl. They was like, man, boy, nah, not, not James Coleman. James Coleman ain't never been that fast before. <laughs> 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 right. Nah, you got to know, you got to know what your skill set is and, and execute within your skill set. Yeah, you right about yards, that. Like, one right yard, about I'm that. good. Two yards, yeah. Three <laughs> yards after three yards, and, uh, you taking that <laughs> yeah. up. And that, that, you, 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 that's like asking the kicker to um kick a 65 yard field. Like for me, he's like, nah, that's not that's not good, man. The odds are not good, yeah. I got you. Shoot, I got, I got a, um something I was looking up earlier. Of course, James, you played with Bobby Bowden, so your situation was a little different. But Lonnie, Chad, and me, of course, we all played with Jimbo. And Lonnie, of course, you had your crazy career. I'm looking at the numbers right now. 124 rushing attempts, 718 yards, 18 touchdowns. <laughs> Let me look at the receiving. Okay, we got 41 receptions, 379 yards, five touchdowns. All right, that's Lonnie. We know Lonnie put up some big numbers, but we all was on the Jimbo. We all trying to make the fullback great again. My man, big fat chat. Big Pad Chad had 13 rushes, 54 yards. Let's go to the receiving. He had nine receptions. Let me see the yards. It said 73 yards and three touchdowns. So he did it in the passing game. Okay. Now let's let's bring it, let's bring it over to your, your boy Freddie Stevenson, man. Okay, let me let me see what we got here, man. So I got 25 rushes, 132 yards, five touchdowns. And for receiving, 19 catches, two touchdowns, 160 yards receiving. That don't sound right to y'all, do it? <laughs> y'all ain't the same coach, ain't it? Wow. I don't know now. I know. Lenny was okay. We, we got some real dogs behind us. I think what helped me was the offensive scheme. So, okay, so when I was there, I had EJ. So I think the offense was completely different. Now, that makes it, y'all had Jameis. Y'all was, you know what I mean? Like, that first year, I think Jameis was just slinging the ball. So I think the offense was completely different than when I was there. You know what I mean? We didn't have it was a lot more. And plus, I touched the ball a lot. We did pony a lot, which I got to touch a lot. Then I did a lot of passes in the flat. So maybe the uh, maybe I did have the offense. But I think the offense was maybe kind of slight different. But I guess I did touch the ball a lot. Is, is that what? Is that what Jimbo told you to tell them if it ever came up? Is that is that like is that the rehearsed story? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I went to Jimbo's office my senior year. I was like, "Hey man, I need this ball, bucko." That's what, I remember. I'll never forget that going to senior year. I was like, "Hey Jimbo, hey man, I, I'm cool with everything." I was like, "Hey, I need to touch this ball more." And I never forget what he said. He's like, "He's like, you want to touch the ball every game?" Ha ha ha. He's like. You know, some receivers will play a game, don't touch the ball at all, huh? What do you think about that? I don't know what I'm Jimbo, but um, anyway, but Jimbo's a wild though. Jimbo's a good guy though. So um I know Chad when I came in, I came in as a linebacker and my freshman year at the end of camp, they switched me over to fullback. 
Chad, no, I was hot. I like, yo, Chad. Chad from Polk County, too. So I, was, I came to him. We playing the same position. I'm like, Chad, I'm finna slide, man. Pull <laughs> back up in the slide. Man. I wasn't thought linebackers coming out. What they got going on? And he was like, yo, just chill. And he got switched. He got switched, too. Okay, he was like, just chill. Just see how it go. He's like, I think you'll, you'll like it. He kind of groomed, groomed me and stuff. And just watching him grow through that process, it kind of – it kind of helped, and then I ain't gonna lie. I think I stole early on in the year against Nevada. They was straight trash, so I knew we was gonna get in the game for some garbage time at the end. So when I scored, I was like, "All right, as long as I can get a few more of them touchdowns." <laughs> Uh, hey, but I bet that's the worst feeling when they told you you had to go to fullback. I, I bet that hurt Freddie. But that's the worst thing you hear right there, boy. Man, he was like, man, with your athleticism and how they, the way they're changing in the league, I think you can play a long time. Man, I ain't trying to hear that. Them boys don't get paid. Oh, no yeah. Money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got he he got you. He got that. That, that was yeah, that, that, that might have been yeah. that might have been something that Jimbo learned from Bobby because when I came in, I was a linebacker too, and I looked at a depth chart. And it was like you can play. We'll bring you in as linebacker, or you can play on uh, fullback. It was the like, or. I'm like, what you oh, why you put somebody on? Like, they called my coach at Florida High and said, you know, we want to see him get some film at fullback or whatever. So I'm like, I mean, I ran the ball a couple times. I didn't know what the what the hell I was doing, but but then I came in with Sam Grew, AJ Nicholson, Buster Davis. Um, yeah. And I looked at that, and it was like one of these is not like the other, and that was me. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, and it was kind of crazy, but they had freshman two days there. So freshman two days, we came in, and the first day I was with them, and like Coach Cons was there, and he was crazy. But Mickey, this is different Mickey. This is when I first met Mickey Andrews, like that, and I'm like, yo, it's something wrong with you. Because it rained and we went in there, and we essentially did mat drills, but it was hard, but it was a watered down version of it. But I'm looking in the meeting room, so you know how we they called it the rubber room, they turfed it down, but you know how the meeting rooms are right there. And I'm like tired, and I look up and I can see the running back room, and the light is shining, and I can see, I don't know, my vision was good, I can see inside of it, they're killing us. They in there like on the board, Billy's on the board. They smiling, <laughs> they laughing, <laughs> kicking. And then Bobby asked me after that practice, he was like, "You know, would you like to go to office?" Yes, yes. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I never, I never, I never did anything else on defense again. God, that hurt. Chad, um, man, tell us about Chad. Tell us about your um. You're recruiting. How'd you end up at Florida State? Tell us that story. I know I've talked with – I mean, we've talked with James before. I've talked with Lonnie before. Uh, Fred, I don't know yours either. But, Chad, tell us, like, what kind of led you to Florida State? What, who else you were considering? Why you ended up at Anole? Well, uh, Mick Andrews actually um, re- was the first one to reach out. This was uh, when Coach Balby and Coach Fisher was transitioning. Coach Fisher was taking over the rings. So, at first – like 2008, 2009, Mickey Andrews, he reached out to me and and showed interest in me. So um, from there on, I just was keeping up with them. I really didn't have a lot of other um, offers at the time, but um, they had invited me to a junior day. I went out to junior day, seen, fell in love with the place, I seen it and fell in love with it and told them I really want to commit like right here. 
so it was just a week pass, and then I just ended up coming. Then I got offers from Bama, Florida, uh, Miami, everybody else. But I was already committed, and I was already, already knew uh, I wanted to go. So I basically shut my recruiting down from there. You're totally different than the kids today because they take like 16 more visits and put out a top 40 list. That's and, what I, that's what I did because <laughs> I took my official visit to Florida State, man. I went to like four, five clubs, well, three clubs. <laughs> I was like, man, I should have um, down there to Gainesville. I should have went there. <laughs> but I was um already happy with that, um, what I chose, so I just went on, shut down my recruiting, 11th grade. Oh, that's nice. What you drinking, Ronnie? Um, you, said, you said something about mine. Mine was a little different. I, it's kind of ironic because, shoot, the coach we played under is at that school now. My school coming out of high school was A&M. That's where I wanted to go, test A&M. And my mama told me, she was like, man, I'm not signing those papers if you leave in Florida. And I'm under 18, so I couldn't, I couldn't do nothing about it. And I went on a visit to Florida State. I think y'all playing Clemson. Oh, it's, the, it's the game Wilder had that crazy run where he ran through like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> broke like 30 tackles. <laughs> That's the game I met up in the um, press box watching, and I just fell in love with the environment. And after that, it was a wrap for me. Yeah. That was a good game. Was that 2012? 2012. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. 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 That was home. Yeah. James, yeah, James had that big run at the end. Um, yeah, things was dirty. Mm-hmm. I, uh, that was one of my favorite games. I remember Clemson pulls a trick play on y'all. They go up like 28-14. I see Dabble and Sammy Watkins just celebrating on the sideline like the game was over. And then just slowly, it was the EJ, James Wilder, Chris Thompson went nuts that game. Yeah, that, Chris, that was a blast. So, so, so Freddie, yeah, I was never blessed physically, but if I was at that game, I would have committed too. <laughs> oh no, that game was yeah, that game was live. Yeah, and they had you gotta think who they had. They had Sammy Watkins over there, they had uh Hawkins, Taj, Taj oh, like, QB, yeah. running, they had a running back. Yeah, they had a they had a squad that year. But that was a good game, though. That game came down to the end. Yeah, our defense, our defense was nasty that year. That was the yeah. that was the second that was the second home game I'd taken my then girlfriend, now wife to. So the first game I took her to was Virginia in 2011. Uh, which is just terrible. Um, we lose on a last-second missed field goal and have to drive all the way back to Tampa. That was an 8 p.m. game. Um, we went to the bowl game that year, uh, and then I brought my wife, again, then-girlfriend, back up to Tallahassee. Uh, tailgate all day. We had college game day there and everything. And, Richie, when they, when they hit that trick play and went up 14, I just looked at her and said, I, I can't come anymore. Like this is it. <laughs> yeah. we're gonna, this is that that stadium was so wild, man. We were, you know, I was I was twenty years old. Like I didn't I didn't have any money or anything, so like I just kind of found tickets where I could. I was in the Clemson section, like all the way up, and like everybody's partying around me. I'm like, nah, I ain't coming back. Like I had the curse <laughs> TV, but man, that game ended up being being awesome. Uh, what? Uh, let me read some of these. Um, yeah, I'm not bringing Jay, Jake's comment on that UVA game. I'm not. I'm not bringing up that UVA game, bro. Again, we don't. We don't need to relive bad memories. Um, man, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm good. Richie, Fred, you guys got anything? I don't want to keep you guys too long. I appreciate we've been on here for about half an hour, so I appreciate you guys' time, man. I, I'll, I'll get you guys back on anytime. Uh, 
somebody commented earlier, like if we were going to have any skill players on or not, um, <laughs> or, if, or if it was just this crew, but man, I appreciate, um, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys coming on. I mean, I, I just grew up a huge fan. I know Richie grew up a huge fan and uh, don't want to, don't want to miss the opportunity to tell you guys how much we appreciate watching you appreciate your careers, appreciate what you did for Florida state and the program. Uh, even though, you know, people might say I was just a fullback. I mean, you guys all had monumental moments. Um, you know, big game James beating Miami, big pad Chad um, scoring the national championship, Lonnie winning the Orange Bowl by himself, Freddie sealing the deal and my over bet against Louisville and then scoring against, <laughs> scoring against uh, Florida as well to, to drive the nail in that coffin. I mean, we appreciate you guys and, and thanks for hanging out. So if you guys have any parting words, if you want to say anything before, before it keeps going, I mean, feel free to. Otherwise, man, we'll get you back on again at some point. Yeah, real, real quick before we let y'all go, um, we're actually going to th- send out a poll from the our uh, podcast Twitter page. So we want to know who, oh, I forgot who, about fans, yeah. who the fans' favorite Florida State fullback is. So it, it's an election, election year. We're going to go debate mode. Y'all each get 30 seconds to tell us why you should be the fans' favorite fullback. And then feel free to go retweet it, you know, buy, buy, bot, buy bots to get the votes, whatever you got to do, because we'll close this out tomorrow and y'all, y'all will see who, who the fans wanted as their favorite fullback. So let's start with uh, let's start with James. 30 seconds on the clock. Um, I'm not it. William Floyd is the best fullback to ever play at Florida um, So We're talking out of this group right here. Oh, um, I mean, I was just a guy. Um, we're just a guy. <laughs> That's a big deal. Lonnie, Lonnie just uh, kind of put his nuts out on the whole on the whole fullback, on the whole fullback set. I guess I got the second most touchdown. I guess that's, that's all I can say. Oh man. All right, my t- all right, so it's a blessing to be in that car girl with these three guys. Uh small town kid from Okeechobee. I don't appreciate everyone's vote. James is super humble. Lon, he's like, vote for me, boys. Vote for me. Go knows and go Jesus. <laughs> 24 on the field, but number one in your hearts. Y'all remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dad, what do you got? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if I had a vote, you know, I'm voting Lonnie. You know, he, took- <laughs> he got the numbers to back him up. So, but if you have any, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna try to get a sympathy vote here. When I have one, Carla, they used to say it was a baby on the back of my neck. I need y'all to vote for me because I had. Oh vote. man, God! I'm voting for you, Chad. You got my vote. Appreciate dog. that. Yeah, I need that sympathy vote. You got, you got my vote from London. I promise you got my vote. Oh man, numbers wise, we gotta say I'm gonna say Lonnie. But listen, y'all. I grew up in the area. We had dirt roads, man. <laughs> I lived in the cardboard box. Matt Black and Smoke, y'all. I overcame a lot to get to where I am today. So if you have it in your heart, your vote would mean a lot to me. That's all that I have for y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh man. man. 
Oh, boy. Oh, if man. you had to go fund me, I was going to donate to that. If you had to go fund me, I, I'm going to send you something. Yeah, you, <laughs> I was like, man, I was like, for 50, for 50 cents a day, you can feed a full bag. I'm going to send you a go fund me, buddy. Yeah, you oh, should have put your you should put your cash app at the end of that, Freddie. Oh. You're blown up. Oh, <laughs> but, man. James, Chad, Lonnie, man, we appreciate you guys for hanging out, man. I think this was fun. We'll have to do it again sometime, but um, appreciate you guys, man. Y'all have a good night. Thanks so much Thank for you. hanging out with us. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Don't know. Don't know. Appreciate y'all. Get out of this shit. I don't think I can do it for you. Hold on. All right, I got. I felt bad kicking James out, but he didn't know how to get out of here, so I hung up on a legend. Um, so man, that was dope. Uh, nobody yeah. shows any love to the fullbacks, but we got a fullback on here full time, and so um, last last week's episode just kind of fell into our laps uh, with Demarcus and Andy Stables. But I knew that early on when when Richie and Freddie and I kind of agreed to do this, I knew we wanted to get a fullback episode. I've got a good relationship with James and a good relationship with um, Lonnie, and then I know that. Um, Freddie, I know you got a good relationship with all these guys having played, but uh, Freddie reached out to Chad and the, all these guys were willing to do it. So I'm glad we did that. That was a ton of fun. Um, uh, let's get into the uh, camp update a little bit. Um, you know, what, what's going on in camp? I haven't paid attention to anything. We, we, we mentioned it at the beginning of the show. What's going on there, uh, Richie? Yeah, man. So we're, we're only three days in again. Uh, Saturday was the first day they were just in shells. So a little bit of hitting, but not a lot. Um, but a not, a not, not a lot really to report. So it, this is going to be an interesting camp season because of the pandemic. No media is allowed, not even for like the first 15 minutes. So every, all the information we're getting is, you know, the state sponsored media. So it's Florida state. It's going to be nothing but positive. So we won't go into too much about it. Just a few things of note Jamarcus Chapman defensive end. Um, he might not have played a huge role, but he was going to be a reserve this year. He decided to opt out citing COVID reasons. So cannot blame him one bit for that. Um, look forward to getting him back next year, but right now they just been splitting the practices. So having uh, two separate sessions, splitting it in half to maximize reps, which I think is a pretty good, pretty good idea. Again, Norvell, he said he was happy with Blackman and Travis progression. Purdy's coming along. Well, it's, you're just going to hear positive stuff from every FSU podcast about camp because that's all the information we're getting from Florida state right now. But one thing I wanted to ask Freddie about, cause I saw you tweeted about this on, uh, on the timeline, Chubba Purdy said he ran a 4-4-2 in high school, and the timeline kind of went nuts. And, Freddie, I saw you you had something to say about high school time. So what's your yeah, thoughts um, on that? And, um, it, yeah, just give us your thoughts on that. Yeah, we all we all ran great times in high school. Uh, I think I was a 4-4 guy, if you ask me. And if you ask me on the right, even better day, I was a 4-3 guy. But at the combine, NFL combine, I ran a 4-7. I'm not saying he didn't do it. But, hey, we can say whatever we want in high school. But when that when that laser gets put on, that's a different monster. But if he can if he can move, then hey, that has a different dimension to the offense. Whether or not he's the starting QB or not, we're gonna have to implement him into the system to do some things. Yeah. So so one thing I saw that that was encouraging that they've already started to put a pretty heavy focus on special teams, which has been pretty non-existent for Florida State in the past. You know, the Willie Tagger era and even Jimbo's last year, but there wasn't much of a focus on it at all. So that's something I'm looking forward to. What, what do you guys think about that? I think the special teams has been – I mean, really, I hate to be the 
the down in the gloom guy, but I mean, nothing's been good the last couple of years. And so, I mean, I just like that there's a focus on special teams as well because so many teams are, you know, good on defense, average on offense, or good on offense, their defense is okay, but then their special teams just completely fall off. And you look at those teams that, that won national titles at Florida State, their special teams were it, right? Even back into the 93 team when Scott Bentley came in, like special teams were where it was at, right? Dion played on special teams. Bentley was amazing. um, Kickers of all, you know, Janikowski, and you look at the special teams that we've had um, since then, and Aguayo winning the Groza, and, and, um, you know, we were taking kick, we took a kickoff return for a touchdown in the national championship. We took a punt, uh, a fake punt, and special teams being a focus is just what needs to happen, um, you know, for us to, be successful so yeah I mean, it has to be has to be part of it yeah um great teams are great in all three phases you look at not just our great teams but just the national championship teams over the history of time they've been able to change the game on special teams of course offense and defense but just looking at the last three years you'll see how they teams were able to change the course of the game pinning the opponent back deep um creating points on special teams and it, it plays a major role. People overlook it. Um, some guys don't really like playing special teams, but when you get guys that buy in and they can play, they can move in space and they're major contributors on special teams, then that's what makes the difference. Yeah. And, uh, so the rest of the stuff from camp, I mean, we're not going to fill you with a bunch of fluff just to fill time because again, you're going to get the same stuff from every outlet because everyone's getting the same information right now. But Freddie, I do uh, want to ask you something because I know you have some some special insight to this. What's it like in the locker room that day, the first practice when the pads come on? Do you look around to see who's excited, who's ready, and then maybe look in some some guys' eyes and say, "Hey, he ain't ready today, man. I'm going after him." He's scared. Yeah, you look around. He's scared. He's scared. He. But now um, you don't really know. Some guys are silent killers, and then you got some that looking around, watching everybody get dressed. A lot of the, a lot of the freshmen. Um, they're coming in. They they said they wanted to play early, but now it's time to put those pads on. It's like, okay, these dudes are a little bit bigger than they were in high school. And I had that freshman moment coming in. I enrolled early, so I got to experience it early. I thought I was ready, and then we did an inside drill, and I seen Big Cam Irvin pulling around on me. Yeah, I think he made a, may have gave me early CTE that day. He he caught me. But so that's when you're a linebacker still, right? So that's when you're playing linebacker then. Yeah, when I played linebacker. Okay. So you were happy to come join his side of the ball after that, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 caught me. Every play I was running behind him. Yeah, it's glad I'm glad to be on his side now. TG, any other thoughts to add to fall camp before we do a, a real brief uh positive basketball moment at least? Basketball is 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 absolutely where it's at. Um you know, yeah, I just had a thought and it totally escaped me. Oh, no, no, no. We were talking about special teams. And I should have asked this while uh, while the guys were on. Did you guys know Chad Forster? Do you remember this, Freddie? Do you remember Chad? Well, no, it would have been the year before you were there. It was 2012. So maybe – I don't know if you remember watching it or not. Uh, you guys remember Chad forcing a fumble on special teams? Was it against Maryland? Oh, I wish you wouldn't have asked me the game. But I know he forced a fumble. So just talking about that, you know, like um, – Freddie, did you did you play special teams? Were you on? I just don't remember it. I well, special teams my freshman year. Then I played it a lot. I played every phase of special teams my senior year. Played you remember like year, but not my junior year. Nah, 
did you ever have like a like what was your highlight of your special teams? Like were you on the like were you on the field for any big field goals? Were you on the field for the fake punt? Were you did you ever light somebody up like on a kick cover? Like what was your Oh yeah, you know? I got the, the Florida game right after I scored. I, I came down on kickoff and I got a huge hit against Florida. I forgot who the returner was, but yeah, I got a nice little picture of that too. They caught that one. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch it. Somebody, my buddy CJ, uh, he's actually a Gator fan, but hey man, we'll take the we'll take the views and the listens however they come. But he was commenting on here, um, uh, you know, because obviously being a Gator, he doesn't remember FSU fullbacks super well. He said, I'm going to go up to watch Chad's play and check that out. So that's me now. I got to go watch that kick return and, and and see you light that guy up. And every time Dan Thompson comments on something on Twitter, I might have to just hit him back with that gif of you blowing up the Florida guy. Uh, that's all I got on camp, man. Yeah, man. So the only other Florida State news we have this week, and it's going to be pretty brief, but um, uh, we can't just overlook this right now. The, earlier today, um, Jalen Worley, he's a five-star combo guard from Norris, um, Norristown, Pennsylvania. He made his t- college decision and picked Florida State over Michigan, Memphis, Oregon, Miami, and others. So he joins five-star Matthew Cleveland and another top 100 guard in Bryce McGowns and center John Butler. All of those guys are in the top 60 of the country. Florida State currently has the number one class in the country, and they're not done it. There's room to get at least one or two more guys in there. So, I mean, it's just amazing when you look at what Coach Hamilton has done. He's continued to build his program, wins the ACC. I think we all agree he would have won a national title this year, and now he's probably going to sign the number one class in the country. Any thoughts on that, guys? Uh, Can he recruit offensive linemen? (laughs) We need him over for that, right? (laughs) Um, No, I I think a lot of people – I mean, you guys tell me how you were. Um, a lot of people were ready to get rid of him. I, I think I was one of them, you know, five, six years ago when when he had been here for a decade and a half and had only made the tournament a handful of times um, and never really progressed in the tournament. Um, and part of that was on the fans for having football expectations for a basketball program that, that just didn't have the, the football resources, right? So uh, – but what Ham has been able to do and sell – and consistently beat the top programs in the country um, over and over again, deep runs into the NCAA tournament, winning the ACC tournament, or you know at least getting to the semifinal and the final. Hey, when you get to the semifinal of the ACC tournament and it's Duke, Carolina, um, Louisville, Virginia, any mixture of those three teams and you, man, you're happy with whatever result comes out of it. You know Those are absolute historic powers. And so what Ham's been able to do and build and sell – in Tallahassee is incredible. Somebody just asked me on Twitter, um, my buddy Logan, who actually got me this shirt, uh, he works for Adidas, uh, just asked me, who's a better recruiter, uh, Nick Saban? Who's a better 68-plus-year-old uh, recruiter, Nick Saban or Leonard Hamilton? And I think I'd say Leonard – I think I'd say Nick Saban is the better recruiter. But it, I think Leonard Hamilton is the more impressive recruiter because of the resources and who he's doing it against, right? Like I'm not going to say anybody's better than Saban at, at getting kids in. But I think that what Hamilton does at at Florida State, not a basketball power against the likes of Roy Williams and uh, Mike Krzyzewski and these other coaches in the ACC, what Hamilton does is way more impressive from a recruiting perspective than than even what Saban does. Saban has built Bama up to be this recruiting machine that you just turn the light on and it it recruits itself. But what Hamilton has been able to do is just amazing to me. So there's my two-and-a-half-minute Hamilton rant. 
Yeah, I mean, he, um, he's always – the culture he's built at Florida State is impressive. It's always been a hard-nosed team, even before they were able to bring in all these players. That's one thing that he's defined himself off of, having hard-nosed teams that play hard, that were going to defend. And now he's getting in top players. So, last year, I agree with you guys. I think we would have been holding up that trophy if Corona didn't come into play and – He's still on the recruiting trail making big moves, so I'm excited. Get our nose back doing their thing with football and then what they're doing with basketball. Tallahassee, that's the spot to be. That's right. And not to try and bring the pod down a bit, but I we I feel we should mention, you know, the passing of Michael Ojo. He spent five years in Leonard Hamilton's program. Education was huge to him and his family. He got his degree, entered a graduate program. He was playing professionally over in Europe. Um Tragically collapsed of a heart attack, 27 years old at practice this past week. Um, Florida State put out an amazing tribute video to him, so definitely go watch that if you can. I never had the pleasure of meeting him, but talking to anybody, uh, at, whether it be coaches, players, professors, you, you see the support for him. He seemed to be a gentle giant, one of the nicest guys to ever come through Tallahassee. Leonard Hamilton called him the most popular guy in Tallahassee. And if not Tallahassee, definitely the most popular guy in Florida State's campus. So we just want to remember him and send prayers to his family and, and loved ones. You know, he will be missed. But, man, he he was definitely a, a bright beacon of joy for Florida State when he was with the program. Yeah, without a um, doubt, I didn't know him personally, but I always would see him around uh, this campus and things of that nature. He always had great energy. Um, a genuine person that was always trying to help people. And he always was putting smiles on the faces of others that others that he came in contact with. So the world lost somebody that was special. Um, he made his impact while he was here. Um, prayers go out to his family. And, of course, his legacy will continue to live on. Man, they, uh, the stories that, that came out um, on Twitter um, from the people that had interacted with him, um, we're just incredible. You know, I saw Chris Knee of, of, of 24-7 talk about they were at a parade one time, and he had uh, Chris Knee and his wife and one of their kids were there, and Michael was walking by and came over and picked. I mean, Chris's kids are little, man, so not to tell all about his family, but, like, they're, they're young kids, man. To, and, you know, seven-foot whatever dude comes up and picks him up and whirls him around and then puts him back down and just keeps right on going. Um there were several stories like that where he was just like, I mean, you always hear the cliche and the freight like general giant and stuff like that. But like, he truly was like everybody interacted with, like nobody had a negative word to say about him. He was always the most positive person based on what people are saying. Again, I, I didn't know him either. Uh, but man, just so tragic, you know, to, to see that. And man, all the prayers in the world go out to his teammates, his family, um, his friends, um, and just, you know, so, so tragic. So, yeah, definitely rest in peace, Ojo. Um, you know, that, that tribute was incredible. You know, the, the music came on, and it was the uh, – oh, what's that song, Richie? Help me out. Um, yeah, the Wiz Khalifa. The same one they played at Kobe's funeral. Yeah, like you just hear that, and you hear, start to hear the piano, and you're just like, man, I can't take this. Like, Fortunately, like my wife was out with all the kids, and, and I was just sitting on the couch so I could just like tear up on myself. But – it was brutal, man. He was fun to watch too. Like he, you know, basketball wasn't didn't he didn't play super early, and obviously being that big, you know. But like, man, some of his dunks and stuff, like he was dunking on UF and dunking on Miami, dunking on Duke and everything else. Um, ton of ton of fun to watch and part of some really good teams, and definitely going to be missed. So, 
Brutal, but rest in peace to him, man. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all we got for tonight. A little over an hour here, an hour and five minutes. Um, so pretty good show. I, I like it. Uh, I will bring this up real quick. A uh, lot of reports out that, uh, again, not to bring the show down, you know, again, but two negative things here in the at the end. A uh, lot of reports out that that football may get canceled. Um, it sounds like the Big Ten is trying to cancel things, which I'd be fine with a college football season without the Big Ten. Outside of like two games a year, that, that conference is worthless. Maybe people would say that about the ACC too, but I like the ACC, so it's fine, or at least a team in it. So a lot of reports coming out that, that football may be canceled. Um, what I do want to say about that is, you know, I certainly don't want that to happen. I certainly don't want that to be the case, but the heat will not stop at double fries, no slaw. Um, we, uh, we have some big guests lined up for next week. We've got some big guests lined up for the week after that. And then we've got people knocking on the door, no legends that don't like waiting that we're having to push off because we just can't have, we had three guests tonight, you know, like that, that's about the max that we can get on at one time. So the heat will not stop here. I'm hoping we get a college football season. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, we'll we'll kind of see what happens. I'll give you a, a plug, and then we can do some shout-outs. Uh, if you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, YouTube, all of it is search for Double Fries Pod, uh, Double Fries No Slaw. It'll all come up. If you can, if you if you can kind of run the gamut and do the trifecta of liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter, and liking our page on Instagram, that helps a ton. Um, helps us get sponsors like Guthrie's, uh, who again you can visit at 2550 North Monroe. 1818 West Tennessee Street in Tallahassee uh, helps us get those sponsors, have that fan engagement. Um, I've been trying to put you guys as good comments. Um, sorry, the crappy ones didn't make it up as much, but um, no, I'm just kidding. The, the ones I could get to, I tried to put the comments up on the bottom of the screen uh, while we were doing this. So we want to shout you out. We're going to eventually have callers on stuff like that. But if you can follow us on those social media pages, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube. Um, man, we, we appreciate it a ton. It just kind of helps move us forward and allows us to do some really cool stuff. So thank you guys for your support. Thank you for the five-star reviews. Um, we've, we really enjoyed it. Hey, if you're in um, Tallahassee, man, tag us, tag us, tag Guthrie's. Um, go get food from there. Tell them Double Fries No Slaw sent you. That's all I got, man. Y'all got any shout-outs tonight? Um, Man, I just shout-out to Leonard Hamilton. He's He's got the program rolling. Um, I, I got my Leonard Hamilton Chief OG shirt on for those of you who, who are watching live. Uh, that's a John Rothstein special, a CBS national sports writer. So, yeah, shout out Coach Ham. Keep it going, man. Um, shout out to the people that made my cheap meal special this week. That excellent. <laughs> it, it was delicious. So, um, I'm, I'm going to give y'all a major shout out. And I left y'all a good tip, but I'm, I'm going to be back soon. That's my shout out for tonight. There we Love go. it. Um, my sister is having a baby on Tuesday. Um, so, Ember Kennedy. Uh, will be born on uh, well, they're inducing her on Tuesday afternoon, evening, so either Tuesday or Wednesday. So, prayers for a safe delivery. Shout out my newest niece. I now have uh, well, on Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll have three nieces and one nephew. So, I am definitely the fun uncle. So, shout out to my sister. Hope everything goes well with the delivery and prayers up for her and the baby's safety. Um, but that's exciting. So, I'll shout her out. Um, and that's all I got. So, um, Scott Fells, tell Freddie to keep up the great weight loss. Freddie, you've been crushing it, but I'm proud of you for taking a cheat meal. Sometimes you got to reward yourself. So, um, 
Uh, I'm going to – I'll bring us down one more time. We've been playing a bunch of rap, so I'm going to go with some country. Um, I'm going to play You Should Be Here. Uh, shout out, Ojo. Um, song's brutal. I'm going to make myself cry again, put it together. But uh, shout out to a Seminole legend. Appreciate everything he did for the basketball program and the university itself. Um, you should be here. So we'll see you guys next week. If we don't do another pop-up show, who knows what will happen in the middle of the week here. But uh, if not, we will, uh, we'll see you guys back here next Sunday night. Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great night. Outside, it's like God let me dial up the weather. Got the whole crew here. I ain't seen some of them in forever. It's one of those never forget it, better stop and take it in kind of scenes. Everything's just right, yeah, except for one thing. You should be should be here.